Welcome to the fifth in our series of podcasts on the seven concepts of financial planning. I'm Mark Brown, and if you've not already, I'd recommend you listen to podcast one first, as it contains our introduction to the series. Today, we're talking about concept five, assets. And I'm joined again by Neil Clark, a director of Lucas Fetus and financial planner of over 25 years. We describe the fifth concept as follows. In what form are the assets that make up your wealth held? And does this reflect your needs, attitudes and preferences? Neil, do you find that the makeup of someone's assets when you first meet them has been thought through and reflects their needs? Um, they may well reflect their current needs, Mark, but not necessarily their future needs. I think people live very much in the moment and don't necessarily think too much about the future. So their assets, for example, at the moment might be their house. Um, it might be their business. It might be um, second properties. It might be share options in a company. It could be a it could be a pension fund. Could be a whole host of things. But they haven't necessarily thought about how are they going to use those assets in the future to support whatever lifestyle that they're looking to lead. And I think that's really important for people to try to get their heads around. And certainly when I sit down with some clients and talk to them about their future needs, there aren't that many that have given an awful lot of thought to it beyond the usual, I plan on going on a worldwide cruise or something. Um, when you actually sit down and try to define what's going to make them happy in their retirement, for example, what are they going to need to support that? They haven't thought through what that really means and how they're going to turn all their assets. So are their assets going to be in the right place? Are they liquid? Have they got the liquidity they need to be able to convert something which is a fixed asset into, into either capital, which they need to buy, I don't know, a holiday home or something, or additional income to support what they're planning to do? So I think the, the first question to ask anybody is, tell me what the future looks like. Thanks, Neil. So importantly, then, what you're saying is that you often find that assets are not aligned to somebody's future needs and ambitions, um, which might be in part because they've not really thought through um, what these are. That's right. That's correct. We described diversification, risk and reward and time frame as being the key factors in relation to investing assets. How well do you find people understand and follow these basic principles? Um, I think what often people, when it comes to investing any kind of monies, they are driven by their emotion. I think we picked this up in um, concept one where we talked about fear and greed. And I think when it comes to diversification of their assets, the potential risk of their assets, the reward they're going to get for, the, for wherever they've put those assets, they don't really think very carefully about the time frame. There is no doubt that if you have got a long period of time between today and the point at which you might want to use whatever you have accumulated, you can afford to take more risk with those monies than you might if you needed those monies next week. So let's use as a simple example, if you're saving a deposit for a house 
and you plan to buy a house in three or four years time, you can't afford to have too much risk attaching to those monies. But if you're saving for retirement in 30, 35 years time, then actually having exposure to riskier based assets is going to produce a higher return for you. People don't always understand those principles because they are driven by emotional decisions very often. Another example might be the businessman who um, has put all of his money into his business with a view to the future realising that that sale on the sale of a business. Well, there are huge risks attached to that because whilst he might have every confidence in his own ability driven by his own emotional stability in, in building that business, when it comes to sell, he may find himself in a situation where in actual fact there's no buyer or the value of that business has fallen. And I think that is no more dramatically measured by than recent events as a consequence of COVID-19. Thanks, Neil. So in summary, then, these principles are probably not generally understood as well as they should be, which in turn can drive poor decision making and poor outcomes relative to what could be achieved with some expert help. Here you go. If you could pass on one tip on this concept, what would it be? I think the main thing to remember is to ask yourself why. I think that is a very underused question when it comes to financial planning, investment planning in general. If you don't understand why you have got a particular asset, what it's going to do for you both now and in the future, then you have to ask yourself the question as to why have you got that asset and is it adding anything to my life and my happiness? Thanks, Neil. That's all for this concept, which um, I hope again you found useful. Why don't you consider your financial needs and ambitions and whether the way your assets are currently invested is aligned with these. In our next instalment, we'll talk through concept six, protect, which we hope you'll join us for.